People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. And I finally get to introduce you, dude. Like I've been like for the last couple episodes, it's always like, and James is not here. And James is not here. So I've I've been conspicuously absent. You have been busy, man. And that's great. You've been uh, rocking it, dude. Uh, Super proud of how how well you've been just handling all of the things and juggling it, right? It's not... uh, it's not about mastering it. It is all literally about juggling all the responsibilities and done a great job, dude. Yeah, just keeping all the plates spinning. Seriously. For and sure. it's, it is a challenge because you know when they, when, they, uh, when they fall, they break and you're just <laughs> cleaning up a mess and it's like, that is not fun. Yeah, we've uh, you know we've we've missed a few of these together uh, because we've we've just been kind of heading in different directions. You know, yeah. I've I've been you know trying to keep the plate spinning here, and uh, you've been you've been traveling a lot, I, and I know this because uh, and and I know why you're traveling is because during the Tuesday talks you have these great messages, and it must just be the time of the year they they all kind of center around baseball. Yes, uh, of course, with uh, everything going on, this is the season. This is the chapter in the year that uh, baseball is being played. And we're so fortunate here in the state of Wyoming that we get to do that. There's so many states that uh, don't. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's it always, you know, it's funny. The, these ti- the, uh, This time of the year is always, it, it, it provides so much enjoyment for me, but it also is some of my biggest heartache and my, my biggest like challenge because, um, I, I have to deal with my emotions in a different way. Yeah. And as a coach, as a, as a dad, um, I'm, I'm really like, I'm really challenged with making sure that I'm always in check with it. But I will tell you, you know, because of COVID and understanding that, you know, we, we might not have a season this year. Um, I have been able to have, a much better outlook on uh, how I want these co- these kids to um, remember this year, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really helped me as I've kind of walked through, you know, uh, the the moments that were been teachable not only to them but to to myself as well. So uh, it's been fun, and yeah, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of comparison of baseball and life, and baseball and real estate, and uh, it's just there's been a platform for it, and so I've just been uh, just walking into it. So. So something that that people maybe don't know about you and baseball season, but you will actually load a bunch, and I mean a bunch of twelve-year-old boys in an RV. You call it the crush bus, yeah. And you'll load them in an RV and actually haul them to all these distant games. Yeah, What's we do that, that a couple times, okay. uh, uh, not too often, but yeah, we definitely we we've got some uh, some weekends where we'll just go down and play a couple games in a day, and uh, we did that in Cheyenne a couple weeks ago. Uh, we've gone up to Gillette, but we've got a. So the old RV was the crush bus and we traded, traded the old RV in. And so we've got this, a newer RV, newer Uh to us, not a new one, but a newer one to us. And it's awesome. It's a diesel pusher. And, and I keep saying diesel pusher, like I know it, what it is, but 
I really don't know. I mean, I just know it's a diesel engine is in the back, but that's what they call it. So you just gotta, the, yeah, the green nozzle goes yeah, in the I, fuel tank. Now. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right, brother. Never put anything else but the diesel in there. I, you know what I love about it when I gas up, I actually get to go on the semi side. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so cool over there. It's, it's great. It's like, you kind of feel like, uh, yeah, you you kind of feel a little bit different and a little special. So, um, but yeah, we'll do that. And, and it's just fun. Like, you know, these are going to be the memories that these boys, uh, will have forever. Like, man, you know, dad, when we were 12 years old and we used to take the RV and all the kids, all the guys would go with us and we'd go play baseball games and then we, you know, have the ride back. And it's just, you know, we're creating these amazing opportunities, uh, that they're going to remember, but also, uh, just great, wonderful opportunities to pour into them because we, there's so many, as much as I relate baseball to life, I'm also relating life to baseball. And yeah. for these boys, it's another opportunity for me, which you know that I love, that is my lane, mm-hmm. is helping them so that they become really good young men for the world and not just between the lines. So uh, just I love it. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm so glad you're doing it because some of the takeaways that you have been bringing back and and there's a, there's a bunch of great videos out there on on your Facebook page the JK Experience Facebook page where you're talking about some of these lessons learned yeah. with these 12-year-old baseball players yeah it's like i said it's it, once again as much as i i think i'm pouring into them they're also teaching me a ton and these situations that we find ourselves in um i know that i'm growing through them and it's just it, it's a great way for me to make that connectivity to um to life and for other people too. So yeah, dude, it's, it's been fun, man. Yeah. So, so what are you learning from them? Um, well, I learned that, uh, you know, as intense as I get on certain things that it's just a game, like with baseball is at the end of the day, it's just a game and, and they are so passionately invested in it, uh, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we forget that, you know, and we forget that sometimes in life, right. Uh, we forget like, um, you know, we have just one life and what are you really doing everything for? Right. What, like, you know, I mean, I I was listening to a great podcast today and it was literally talking about like, sometimes we're so much, we're so driven after the goal that we forget that the goal is really to create a life. And, and, um, you know, when you want to be a great, let's say you want to be a great dad. One of the things that we often miss are misguided with is that being a great dad is being this provider, uh, in the financial side of it. And Mm -hmm. just like the the financial freedom that you can provide for your children. And it's so good. And you just got to be driven to do that. Well, sometimes you, you're so focused on gaining the finances that you forget the most important part, which is that they just want you in their life. Yeah. And they want you to be that the baseball game, or they want you to be the coach at practice and, or they want you to be showing up for those opportunities that they're getting involved in. Right. And, and, you know, you and I've had enough conversations about this, that I was not good about that in my previous uh, years. Mm-hmm. And I was always, you know, just driven to be successful and sometimes we have to really reevaluate what success looks in our life. And as the boys get older, I'm constantly being reminded about what my idea of success is, what their idea of success is, and what the world's idea of success is. And then how do we make sure that we give them the right motivation to chase the right things? Oh, that's great. You know, isn't it funny how those those definitions are, are kind of fluid? They, they can yeah. change from... from year to year and, and generation to generation. Yep. And, and I think even just in their ages too, you know, I mean, it yeah. changes from year to year, right? What mm-hmm. does success look like? And as I, it's been funny, you know, as uh, we've been writing the book, um, I've, I, one of the things I identified was like what success looked like to me back in, when I was a teenager, when I was in my twenties, when I was in my thirties and now what it looks like when I'm in my forties. Mm-hmm. And, and thankfully I have evolved through those years 
And success now looks completely different than it did in the past. And unfortunately, I think so many people find themselves still looking at that same in that same uh, glass, thinking that success is the same thing. And it's not meant to be that way. Yeah. It's not meant to be that way. You're, all, you're, you're constantly supposed to be evolving. You're constantly supposed to be improving. And you should be looking at life differently now than you did five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people don't take the time to do that. And they realize they wake up one day and they're like, man, I chased the wrong thing. Sure. Dang it. Yeah. You know, I know I had, I had nobody in my life telling me and asking me and talking to me about what the right thing was. So... Um, so yeah, dude, that's kind of, uh, that's, that, that's part what I'm, I'm loving about the game and, and, uh, and what we're doing. And, and I feel so much more comfortable this year that we're, we're doing the right things. Yeah. Cause well, I tell you that in the past, dude, I was not always doing that <laughs> for sure. Well, you know, I, I love that. And here's what I know about your coaching style is, is now I, I don't want to, I don't even know if it's bad form to talk about this in baseball, but you guys are kind of on a streak, right? Like yeah, you, you guys are right? having some good luck. Yeah. We got the bullseye on our back now. Yeah, of course you do. We do. But even when you don't, right? We I we were having dinner one night and and they they lost a scrimmage and you had to have a talk, the talk yeah. with the boys and kind of kind of straighten them out a little bit. And I here here's what I love about your coaching style is even when you're not winning, there's still lessons to be learned. Sure. Right? You can still grow from it. Yeah, well, I think the biggest lessons are when you do lose. You know, I think that that's the opportunity for you to really um, identify the things that are important and what you really stand for. I mean, it's really easy to be an awesome person when you're winning. It's really easy to be, give the greatest advice <laughs> and the best advice when you're winning championships or you're winning in life, right? Yeah. It's really hard to um, to stand by all of these things that you say that you're committed to and that you are and that you, who you want to be when when life throws those really, you know, what we call them curveballs, right? Yeah. When, or the change up. Um, you know, when you lost and it wasn't your fault, right? The perfect example was, you know, two weekends ago when a kid got his a home run taken away because he freaking gave a high five to his teammate before he touched home plate. He didn't do anything wrong. But because the other coach called it out, he got the home run taken away. And, and that's life. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's the things that happen in life. You do all of the right things and things will still happen that are not what you planned. And, and sometimes that like, and, and that is the reality of living a life that that's the reality of, of, of pursuing big goals or pursuing things in your life that are worth it. You're gonna, you're gonna lose. And sometimes it's just not because of you. Yeah. And, and when you can step into that and, and you become better because of it and not worse or bitter from it, which oftentimes happens, um, that's, I mean, that's the value of why you go through these, these challenges, right? And uh, right now there's a big bullseye on these boys' back because they've won, they've got a two tournaments, they've won two championship games. And, uh, but it gives us an opportunity to continue to have these conversations. I've had more in-depth, really hard, uh, in-your-face, like life lesson uh, uh, conversations with these boys this year than I've ever had. And, uh, and I tell you, I mean, I love that. Uh, I think that, uh, unfortunately they're 12 years old and they're getting like a lot of adult conversations, yeah. but you know, Hey, listen, they're dealing with a lot of adult, uh, topics, you, you know, they're, they're exposed to so many things and, and, you know, from YouTube to, um, the phone to TikTok, all these things. And, you know, granted, I mean, we are protecting our boys as much as we can. We, but we can't protect them from everything. No. And our job is to continue to, uh, tool them so that they're making the best decision that they're capable of at that time, knowing full well they're human and they're just like us, bro. And 
if you look through my laundry list of bad decisions, uh, you and I both, like we would fill uh, this entire complex that we have here, you know, the bad decisions we've made. And so, uh, you know, as, as fathers that you and I both are, and those of you that are listening, uh, just, it's kind of like, you know, like, are you, are you doing it on purpose? Are you, are you having conversations on purpose and are you really, truly trying to, um, help them walk through these, these challenges that you know, that they're being faced with? Um, and, uh, do they have the confidence to come to you during those times too? And, you know, that's the one thing I got to tell you, James, you, you've really helped me, um, as I've looked at how I need to father and mentor my boys is, do I have the type of relationship with the boys that when they, uh, you know, something maybe that they know that dad's not going to improve or a conversation that they know that they had or something that they did, you know, do they have the confidence that they can come to me and talk to me knowing that, yeah, I'm going to be disappointed, but I'm going to love them and I'm going to be so proud of them that we're, we're having the conversation as opposed to not. And then they go and do it or they did it. And then I find out somehow some from someone else. Yeah. You don't want, you do not want it to go that way. And, and uh, honestly, I, I think growing up my biggest, and I, I told my boys this, I told them this early on that my biggest fear was not, uh, maybe catching a whipping or something from my dad. My biggest fear was disappointing him. I did not want to let that man down. And I, and I just told them that kind of almost in jest. And since then, they've, they've both confided in me. They're like, man, we, we never wanted to disappoint you. And, you know, my oldest son's like, hey, remember when I was screwing up in 10th grade and, like, my, my homework wasn't getting done? He says, my biggest fear was that I was going to disappoint you. So with that in mind, I'm like, oh, that's it, right? And so because of that, they do. They, they come to you. And, and, and I see you building that relationship by the way, with your children, you're, you, you know, you're, you're there for them. You're very supportive. And, you know, you're given, you're given all of those kids, not just your own, but you're giving all those kids a, a lot of essentials for life. You know, you're, you're teaching them right. Yeah. Well, thanks. I, I, I mean, I really appreciate it because that's so intentional. You know, I, I will say that my wife is so good. Kate is so dang good. Um, at having just like sitting down and listening. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just like, also every night we have our routine, we do our prayers and I'll go in and I did, I can knock my prayers out in like 10 minutes with all of them, like individually, right? Yeah. Just go do, 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 do. And like, she's an hour later and I'm like, how long of a prayer did you say? <laughs> she's like, no, I just was catching up. And I'm like, oh, that is, yeah, you're so much better than me. I just go in there and do it yeah. and, and not really sit there and talk and go, Hey, what, what's going on with this? Or, you know, I'll have a conversation with them, but I, I'm not probably diving as deep in as I should. Yeah. And she's so dang good at it, dude. And so it just, it's a re- great reminder to me is like, you know, slow down get deep. And when we do this with our, we do this with our agents, we do this with our leaders, we do with this with the people that, um, that we get to, um, uh, surround ourselves with, right. We, mm-hmm. we have very intentional conversations and I'm like, man, I'm just not doing that with the kids enough, you know? And, uh, so that, that's been a really, um, awesome lesson that I've been learning here over the last just couple months, to be honest with you about just the intentionality of just sitting down and letting them talk and really asking more, you know, more, uh, in-depth questions to find out like what's really going on. And and you know this, I mean, you do this really well with your boys. Yeah. Well, and, and we, we do it. And, And I think a lot of times we do it and we don't even realize we're doing it. Uh, you know, it's funny because I can have, I can have just one of those really draining days where, where you've just poured out every last drop out of the glass and I go home and, you know, I'll, I'll, my youngest, he's, he's the inquisitive one, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll go home and, and he'll be like, hey, how was your day? And I'll be like, oh, long day, buddy, long day. And he'll be like, so what happened? I'm like, I, I really don't have 12 hours to, to tell you everything that happened. But it was a busy day, just trust me. 
And so he's gotten to the point where he, he goes, and I remember this, and he remembers this too. I used to pick him up from, from school before he could drive. And I w- he would get in the vehicle, and I would, I would say, how was your day? And he would you know, he'd say, good, bad, whatever. And I'd say, well, what would you learn today? Because I felt like that needed to be asked. Right? It was never asked mm-hmm. of me. When I, when I got home from school, it was like, did you end up in the office? Did you get kicked out? Anything? No, good. Move on. I, I wanted to know, what did you, what did you take away? Mm-hmm. And so he pulled that on me. He goes, and so, you know, oh, hey, buddy, it was a long day. Just, you know, just a long, a lot, lot of intentional conversations, some hard ones. And he goes, so what'd you learn today? And I looked Ooh, at him man. and I yeah, wanted, like, uh, you know, I wanted to just tell him you know, go to your room, but I didn't. I said, uh, okay, well, let me tell you what I learned. And I just laid it out for him. And he's like, well, that's good. As long as you're learning. And then away he went, you know, on, on, on with his business. So those are the kind of conversations that you, you know, you have early on. They remember that stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, just like the, the people that are around us in our professional world, you have those conversations with them enough. Next thing you know, you're, you're passing by somebody and you're hearing somebody ask the same questions that you ask mm. to another person. And that's, that's a huge win. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember, you know, growing up, I, I got to tell you, you know, I had such, such a wonderful example in my dad that, you know, he was so intentional with, um, all of his children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think he, he learned a little bit later on in life that he needed to go meet their, his kids where they were at. And, um, and, you know, my father and I have always had a good close relationship growing up. We just, we, we got along so well because we were both so competitive and we were both really driven, you know, driven in different areas in our life, but still, still driven. So we had this competitiveness in our, in ourselves that, uh, really aligned us. And, uh, just, you know, I feel so fortunate that I learned so much of, um, how important, um, a father's relationship is with their kids. And once again, just a great example of, of what that looked like in my life. And so, um, you know, I, I always knew that I wanted to do that. I always knew that I just didn't know how young of an age I needed to start it at, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, as a dad, um, you're trying to relate to a six-year-old and sometimes that's really hard, dude, yes. you know, and then, you know, and I, you know, in our profession, we're dealing with so many adults and adult situations that it's sometimes hard to just get on our knees and go to that level with our children. And, um, I do know, I mean, I, one of the things that I kept on telling myself is like, well, you know, this is really Kate's lane. Like she's really good at this age. And, you know, when they become teenagers, you know, that's when I'm going to be able to take over. And, and, and you said this, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, because of something you'd heard, but it is so true. And it's just well worth repeating. It's like, well, how can you expect somebody to say yes, when you haven't built a relationship? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's kind of like with your children, right? I mean, how many times does it happen where, um, you have, uh, you know, dads or moms that really didn't invest in that relationship with their kids, you know, through those early years. And now that they're out of the house, they want this relationship or now that they have grandkids, they want that relationship with their children again. And, and there's just like, there's, there's no, there's no relationship to work on. There's no relationship to build on because you didn't invest that time when you needed to and should have. And, uh, and, you know, so that was something that I, I identified and, and became very intentional with and 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 I'm getting better with it. By by no means am I perfect, but uh, I will tell you that it's something that's always in the forefront, and I'm I'm working on it constantly. Mm-hmm. And and I have great people in my life to remind me that that's stuff that I need to continue to keep focused on. And uh, and I, I think a lot of people miss that, dude. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the time to start is is right now. Right. It doesn't matter if your if your children are, are just young toddlers or if they're grown adults. Mm-hmm. Get after it because you, you you'll regret any time you don't spend building that relationship. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm glad we like did this again, dude. We had no agenda. We just kind of like said, let's just start chatting. And, uh, and I'm not really quite sure what we chatted about, but I, I, I love that we were able to open up and, and talk about how uh, all of this is really important. And, you know, for those that listen, I just hope that you guys, like, I hope this kind of relate to you. So, you know, for once again, for uh, majority of this was talking about like sports or baseball, but you know, is what passion do you have in your life? What, what, what is it that your kids have a passion, uh, uh, in their lives? And how do you relate that to life? How do you, how do you take this thing that they're so, um, they're so, uh, devoted to and, and, and wanting to be consumed by oftentimes. And then, but how do you relay that to things that, uh, that can go to their life and the bigger picture? Because as parents, that's what our, one of our jobs is to cast that bigger vision is to help them see that, um, you know, what they're doing right now, all of these things that they're going through right now are, are building them for this future them that they, they're going to discover and uh, I tell you what, um, it, there's nothing greater that you can invest in than in your kids um, other than yourself. And uh, I just encourage you to, to make those relationships a priority and uh, realize how important they are because, um, you know, we, we know a lot of men and women that, um, that didn't do it. And that's one of their biggest, biggest regrets uh, is not investing into their, their kids. Yeah, take the opportunity to, to make the most of it. You know, if you, if you have a, a child that's passionate about some type of activity, it doesn't matter if it's tumbling or dance or, or baseball or soccer, take that opportunity to teach them those lessons that we all need to learn early on. Yeah, dance? I don't know. Can we just... I don't know about dance, dude. Neither of your daughters want to dance? Oh, Grace does want to Yeah, dance, so... You, every parent I talk about with dance, they're like, dude, run. Just uh, run away. Is that now. right? Oh, yeah. Such a commitment. So expensive. <laughs> So everything except for dance, then you can come talk to us and we'll be like, no, bro, don't do it. So, That's uh, great. All right, guys. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thanks so much for, as always. Uh, you know, I, if this, if this was powerful to you, if this was good for you and, and you think that uh, somebody could best find it, please, please make sure you pass it along. We'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.